Hi, everybody. Hey, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this is... this is... Dead... Oh, because I I didn't know what we were calling it. Oh, it is still Dead Time Stories. It's still Dead Time Stories. But I know... (laughs) I thought something happened with your audio. Oh, my God. I feel like such an idiot. But you're right. We this don't. is still an episode of Dead Time Stories. Y'all, it's still Dead Time Stories. I'm so sorry. Is. I am so sorry. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this, this is, is Dead, Dead Time Stories. A weekly podcast where Sarah and I get together to talk about ghost stories, true crimes, mysteries, cults, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, or even just the generally weird, eerie, spooky, strange stuff that we want to talk about that week. Because it's our show. And not not yours. yours. I'm so sorry. I didn't forget the name of Dead Time Stories. It's just that this is going to be this is a special episode, a preview of what the new Patreon uh, content is going to be, and I didn't know what that was called, but I forgot that we're also going to be doing it as the fir- as like an episode of Dead Time Stories. No, I get it. You episode. wanted me to look like a jackass, so I totally I get like, it. Well, I was like, what are we going to do when it gets to the part where we say the name because we don't have a name for it yet? And then you started to say Dead Time Stories, and I was like. Oh. Oh, right. This is still Dead Time Stories, even though it is the first episode of the extra Patreon content that has not been named yet. <laughs> I was going by muscle memory, and my muscles were like, Dead Time Stories! Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, we do know the stop. name of it, but you should stop and go, go back, back and to the beginning. To the show from the beginning. Grumble thorped in my mouth a little bit. And welcome then, back. welcome back. <laughs> No, this is, um, if you listened to last week, last week's episode, then you'll know we are giving you a little preview this week of our brand new Patreon bonus content for the new $10 tier. And we're introducing a $10 tier. So we've had a one, a five, and a 15. And if you were like, "Mm, why isn't there a 10? Bitch, now there is. Now there is. Done. If you were on the fence where you're like, I want to give more than $5, but like I don't want to give 15. I don't want to give 10 and then not get extra content. Here's extra content. Just for you. Here's the $10 extra content. And it's just for you specifically. And we really hope you like it because it is a niche topic. I guess. We are really, right, yeah, we, I think we have a little, we have a niche. I mean, we definitely uh, have a niche. Liberal, uh, weed smoking. Fart joke making. Fart joke. We talk a lot about farts and poops. And then we also talk about ghosts and murder and cults and all sorts of weird, just weird shit that we, we want to talk about. We are full of the alliteration because we are, we talk about flatulence oh, no. Faints and fetishes. Yeah. Faints being ghosts. Mm. But that's not what we're talking about this week. This week we're doing our new bonus content, which is... That doesn't have a name yet. Untitled Project. Yes. (laughs) $10 tier. 
Untitled $10 Project. Untitled $10 Project, where Sarah describes each episode of Ghost Adventures for Stephanie. I'm so excited. Did you hear that? It's me telling you this episode one. Oh, okay. I can't wait. I'm excited. Y'all ready to talk about some ghosts? It is my favorite trope from any ghost hunting paranormal TV show you will ever find. And it is that all of them multiple times in any episode will utter the phrase. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? It's episode one of Ghost Adventures. I love it. By Sarah. If this is the portal of hell, well, why don't you come up out of that ground and get us raw? Did someone just scratch me? Extreme. Oh, oh my stop! Oh, my stop running! These are our ghost adventures. Ooh, the scary girl. Should we do Did our regular dead time stories going? No. Because this is new. Are we? No. This is new. I don't know. What are we doing? Should we do something else? Oh, this is all brand new, y'all. Well, okay. What I wanted to do was I did want to play the intro to Ghost Adventures. Do so, it. Like I said, episode one. Did you hear that? Right here for you. Did you hear that? Ah, ah. Oh, God. What? what is it? Stop. Stop running. My name is Zach Bagans. I never believed in ghosts until I came face to face with one. So I set out on a quest to capture what I once saw onto video. Holy Oh my god! With no big camera crews following us around, I am joined only by my fellow investigator Nick Roth and our equipment tech Aaron Goodwin. The three of us will travel to some of the most highly active paranormal locations where we will spend an entire night being locked down from dusk until dawn. If this is the portal of hell, well, why don't you come up out of that ground and get us raw? I just saw something. Somebody just passed by. Sure. Extreme. No! These are our ghost adventures. These. And then that's the name of the show. Are our recappings of their ghost adventures. There we go. So... This is Ghost Adventures. I have been hooked on this show since high school. Stephanie, have you ever seen this show? I don't know if I have. Oh, that makes it even I mean, I've seen various, like, ghost hunting shows, but I don't know if I've seen this particular ghost hunting show. So the best thing about this show and what makes it my favorite over all of the shows is that Zach, Nick... And Aaron are the most broy of bro dudes you could ever meet. And that's kind of their niche. Is they're just fucking dudes. They're just dudes. Bro, did you hear bro, that? Bro, did you hear that? Bro. And I, this show is at, I think, like 24 seasons or something like that. It's been going Damn. on for a long time. And so I'm very excited with re-watching it from the beginning, watching the progression of them going from originally this pilot, this thought, which is we're three bros, just us, no big camera crew. We're getting locked down. It's going to be intense. And we're just fucking bros. 
to what they are now, which they now take themselves, they always took themselves seriously, but now they will watch the progression of their technology, their equipment. Um, we will watch the progression of Zach's biceps and how they will grow to a ridiculous size over the years <laughs> and then shrink back down as he gets older and he does more as like a regular adult, not just being a bodybuilder, ghost hunter, Zach Bagans. Got it. But the niche of this show. I gotta is, get ripped in case I gotta fight these ghosts. Man, you never know what's gonna happen. And uh, in most episodes, you end up seeing Zach getting very angry and potentially punching a wall because his spirit possessed him, but also because of these fucking muscles. <laughs> so that's what I was just, this is hilarious. It's been my favorite thing to watch. I've referenced it on the show multiple times. I've talked about locations that they have investigated, etc. So I will say as I go through each episode for each season, this is not me taking on these ghost stories and these locations as an actual Dead Time Stories story. I will be covering these locations. In theory, episode one is about Bobby Mackey's music world, and that is on my list to cover one day. Me covering this Ghost Adventures episode is not me covering this story. But I digress. Season one. Episode one, they were picked up by the Travel Channel. Three buddies, three bros, all dressed in black. I guess they were stagehands at one time. I don't know. They're always all in black. Head out to Kentucky to Bobby Mackey's Music World. (laughs) Did I mention this show has some fucking bumpers of all bumpers to get out of bumpers? Oh, I know you love a bumper. These fucking bumpers. We were introduced to the best of the best bumpers with RuPaul's Drag Race. And you have some great bumpers with Ghost Adventures. Which, those unfamiliar with the terms, is when you're watching a show and it's that little bit they show you right before they cut to commercial. And then what happens when you come back from commercial. Especially when it's set up where it's like, dun-dun, like really dramatic and then it cuts to commercial. And then, you know, you're waiting for it to come back. And then when it does come back, it's like usually not nearly as dramatic as they had implied with the bumper before they went to the commercial break. Like not even close. Right. Ghost Adventures loves bumpers, too. Uh, You might have heard in the beginning, in that intro, our favorite phrase. Did you hear that? My other favorite phrase that pops up over and over and over again in this episode is that this is a portal to hell that we are investigating. So you might have heard it's a portal to hell. Stop. Portal to hell. (laughs) That's too dramatic, Zach Beagans. And then my other favorite bumper in the intro is one that ends up transcending, in my opinion, multiple episodes, which is the ever famous, stop running! Don't run away from this! Because you don't run away from the spirit. So stop running. (laughs) So my first thought when beginning this show again is, number one, they are little babies. And we're going to... Many, many years ago. Many, many moons ago. We're going to mainly follow the progression of Zach because he's the, like, main guy. But this is little baby Zach Bagans. So right now, muscles, biceps are at like a, he works out, he works out a lot and they're pretty muscly, but it's not like a, you're like a bro 
Right now, it's just a hobby. In a bar- yeah, where he's like, he works out because he likes it. He feels he's good. Fit. But, like, he shows off his muscles. He wears the short sleeve shirts. He's like, you know, it's noticeable. Every time he gets a chance to, like, lift up his shirt to show his back, like, he got scratched or something else happens in the show, you're like, all right, Zach, we get it. Like, you're I get ripped. it. You want to show us what it's like under there. As time goes on, these muscles will grow. But this is episode one. So he's got a cute little baby muscles like little babies yeah oh look at him he goes to the gym so what we're investigating is we're investigating bobby mackey's music world bobby mackey's music world is known as being an incredibly haunted location so much so that this place has a warning hand like painted and lettered warning sign (laughs) in the front that's like it's not this, from like the attorney general's office. They didn't even take the time to have it made up by a professional print shop. Like someone they took to some letter maker. They just they wrote just, it. They wrote it. But it says uh, this place is like haunted. Uh, we hold no responsibility if you have an issue with a ghost. Basically. Oh yeah, of course. Come on in, Bobby Mackey's. <laughs> buy a guitar, see a ghost. You got it. Come on, buy. You know, listen to some country music. Maybe you'll get possessed. Who knows? There's no. Is that piano haunted? Only one way to find out. Take it home. Only twenty nine ninety nine. Buy Mackies. Well, one thing I was going to bring up later, but that you'll notice is they're doing all their investigations in the beginning is they keep zooming in on merch from Bobby Mackey's Music World, and the number one piece of merch is a T-shirt that says, "I rode the bull at Bobby Mackey's." I thought it was going to be like, I survived. I survived. I survived riding the bull at Bobby Mackey's. Bobby Mackey's. I survived riding the bull at Bobby Mackey's. Because there was a ghost there. There was a ghost in it. And it's, it's a ghost of somebody who died riding the bull. But they show that t-shirt a few times and then they interview this woman who works there and she's wearing the shirt. Oh my God. Of course she is. You love her. <laughs> Oh, I laugh so much watching this show. I love all these people. So one thing about Ghost Adventures is the way they set it up is they tell you where they are. We're going to Bobby Mackey's Music World. They show up, you watch them going in, and then they do all these interviews with multiple people who are associated with the location, who have had experiences themselves, etc., so he does an interview with a guy who's done a whole write-up on the history of the place. He does an interview with Bobby Mackey himself, and he does an interview with this man named Bobby Carl. Mackey of Baggy, Bobby Mackey's Music of World. Of Bobby Mackey's Music World. The yes. very same. Who'd have known? The Bobby Mackey. The Mr. Mackey himself. And then he does an interview Bobbert. with- Bobbert. Bobbert Mackey. Carl. <sighs> Girl. Bobbert. <laughs> Good old baby Bobbert himself. <laughs> Carl used to be a caretaker or like a groundskeeper for Bobby Mackey's Music World. And he lived on the grounds. And I will say Carl is my favorite of the people that they investigate for this entire oh, episode. I love it. Tell me all about Carl. Tell we'll get into Carl in just him. a second because I'm going to try to show you a picture of Carl because I really feel like you need to see what Carl looks like. Oh, I can't wait. Back to the actual location, though. Bobby Mackey's Music World. The building itself used to be a slaughterhouse there in Kentucky. And the building has ties to true crime and satanic rituals. The biggest thing that they tie to the location is the local murder of a woman named Pearl Bryan. And this woman was murdered two, two or three miles away. They found her body. 
She was young. She was murdered. She was decapitated. The coroner says that there is a good chance that she was decapitated while she was still alive. And she was five months pregnant. When they found her body, the uh, searching dogs tracked her scent back to the slaughterhouse and back to the well that's in the slaughterhouse. And they assume that her head was thrown down that well and then washed out to the lake that it's attached to. And they never found her head. They did charge two men with the crime who were found, Alonzo Walling and Scott Jackson. On the, the two men were sentenced to hang. And on the hangman's noose, like on the, um, not noose, but uh, the pedestal or whatever, they were about to get hung. In their final words of Alonzo Walling was that he was going to come back and haunt the town. Yeah. Of course he was. So a lot of people assume that the two ghosts or the ghosts that are seen in Bobby Mackey's music world are Alonzo Walling, Scott Jackson. They somehow got the connection, or at least the guy that they interview puts out the theory of the connection that Pearl Bryan's head being thrown down the well was a satanic sacrifice And that in doing so, it opened the portal to hell. Yeah, it did. Which is what this place is known for. Open up that portal, girl. Which you know how we know that this was known for that? Because of those bumpers. Yeah, bumpers. (laughs) Portal to hell. Did you know we're entering a portal to hell? Commercial break. So Bobby Mackey's wife apparently had a situation and experience and encounter in the building and she refuses to come on camera and talk about it because apparently she went in there someone attacked her and threw her down the stairs and she's like no thank you i don't work here anymore my husband can keep collecting this into income i'm going home and so she doesn't go in and she doesn't talk about it but Again, they're interviewing this one guy who did a write-up on the place and who is the one who says it's Alonzo Walling who's haunting the place. Pearl Bryant's head was thrown down there as a satanic sacrifice. And he says that he showed Mrs. Mackey the pictures of Alonzo Walling and Scott Jackson. And she pointed to Alonzo Walling and said that that was who attacked her. Mm-hmm. So this is the information we're getting from our interview so far. About Bobby okay. Mackey's music Crucial. world. Now we're going on to my favorite interviewee, Carl. <laughs> you love Carl. I love Carl. Carl is such a pure soul. And one thing we hear about Carl is that Carl lived on the grounds in the apartment. That Carl apparently, and we hear this about him before we see him, Carl apparently lived there. He would block his door shut at night and sleep with a gun. And he said that in the morning between 5 to 7 a.m., it sounded like there was just a stampede of people down on the main music floor, even though no one was there. They said at some point they felt like Carl got taken over by the spirits of the place. And they called and they performed an exorcism on Carl in Bobby Mackey's music world. Yes. Our poor baby Carl. Got subjected to an exorcism. 
So then we interview Carl. For the Travel Channel. The tr- This is the Travel Channel. I, again, you're right. We need to point out, this is the Travel Channel. Carl, you had an exorcism for the, for the Travel for Channel. For the Travel Channel. This happened before, but yes. So Carl, we meet, and he's sitting in the building, and Zach is interviewing him. And just okay. right away, Carl is, he's seen some shit. You can tell by the way he talks. He's wearing his, this is... This was done in like the early 2000s. He's wearing his wire rimmed glasses that are still from the 80s that he's had since he first lived at Bobby Mackey's Music World. He's got his hair down to his shoulders, but he's dressed in his nice jeans and a button up shirt and a blazer sport coat. And he's there to tell us about all the things that happened to him. And I'm going to play you just a little audio clip of Carl. I laughed about the idea when he's... That's Carl. Exorcism. I was like, boo, ha, ha, ha. Well, this very area right here when I came to, and I hit my my hands around a pastor's neck, I did not, I had no recollection of what happened. Do you think that the evil spirit or spirits that possessed you are still here at Bob Mackey's? I feel them right now. You do right now? Uh, but by the grace of God, they know to leave me alone now. While the spirits may know that- By the grace of God, they know to leave him alone now. So that's Carl's testimony of living there. Next, we go to another eyewitness. This eyewitness, again, I want to remind you, we're in Kentucky. So he's got his nice black cowboy hat on, his big old belt buckle. And he leads us right into the men's bathroom to tell us about his experience at Bobby Mackey's Music World. And how he was in the bathroom taking a piss, and all of a sudden the metal trash can next to him picked up and flung and flung itself right across the room and hit the back wall. And when he turned around, he saw a man with a handlebar mustache. And then he just heard the same phrase over and over and over again, which was die game, die game, die game. And that was his story. So you're like, okay, cool. That was his story. (laughs) Great. So then we go interview our other manager who's wearing very proudly her I rode the bull at Bobby Mackey's t-shirt. Yeah. Trademarked. And she's telling her story of how she walked in one day and the jukebox was playing music, but it wasn't plugged in and it didn't have a record on the jukebox, but it was playing the anniversary waltz. That'll come into play later on in the episode. Then we go on and we have our interview with Bobby Mackey himself, Mr. Mackey himself, who, fun fact, actually had a one-hit wonder and was a country musician. The name sounds kind of familiar, but I don't know. Yeah. He had a song called Johanna, and the song Johanna is actually about a ghost story at now Bobby Mackey's Music World. And of course, in the episode, we have to have a little bit of a montage where we play a part of Joanna and we like give some pictures of Bobby Mackey just to remind you that Bobby Mackey was a musician and he did have a song and he is a famous person. So like, here's our little bit of like dropping a name. Okay, so Johanna is the story of a girl who is apparently a singer 
at the bar named Joanna named Joanna that was Bobby Mackey's before it was Bobby Mackey's anyways she got pregnant by a guy and her dad was like I don't like that and her dad killed the dude she got pregnant by and so Johanna was like cool 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 I'm gonna kill you now and then I'm gonna commit suicide because you can't kill yourself first and so she committed suicide in the building and so that's her ghost story and that's what the song is based on okay now we give a last flash over to another little interview with Carl as Carl's giving them the tour of his what used to be apartment. And uh, we have a conversation between Carl and Zach that I found particularly interesting and funny. And that is that Carl's talking about the the spirits that are there. And Zach is like, do you, do you feel them here right now? And he's like, yeah, I do feel I feel him here. And Zach's like, well, what do you think? You know, what do you, how do you think they're going to react? What do you think they're going to do? And Carl's like, you know what? I, I think they're going to be curious about you. I, I think they're, they're going to want to know who you are and what your intentions are. And without skipping a fucking beat, Zach goes, I intend to provoke the hell out of them. Oh, my God. Just real. I, I, I think they want to know who you are and what your intentions are. I intend to provoke the hell out of them. Oh, my God. He's like, I, I mean, I go in there and I'm going to be like, come at me, bruh. Come at me, bruh. Come get me, bruh. And I'm going to make him come at me. I mean, you really think you can come in here and you can terrorize Carl? Man, my man Carl, man, come at me. <laughs> so that's Zach's thought going into it. I also want to bring up my number one thought. Uh, we get a zoom in on Zach and his hair. And I just have to know why his hair looks wet. Yeah. Because it looks like that spiky, wet, like, you know, when uh, in the early 2000s, when girls would like crimp their hair, but it would just be wet and crunchy. Yeah. It looks like that. But like he threw spikes through his hands, like he ran his fingers through his hair and it's just spiky and it just looks wet. Like, I don't know why I it looks it. wet. Why is it wet? I don't know, but I hate it. I hate it. And I want to spend another moment to just point out Zach's fashion choices. So at this point in time, episode one, Zach Bagans, he's wearing all black. So plain black T-shirt. But, you know, the arms of the T-shirt are just fitting perfectly around his biceps right now. So it's like I have muscles, but my shirt isn't cutting into my muscles. That will change as time goes on. Right now it's a plain black shirt. And then it's the black, big, wide-legged jeans. But not with multiple pockets and not with chains. Just with one medium-sized belt buckle in the middle. I hate it. So that's the outfit choice right now. I will that's the con- look he's going for. It's the look right now. It. it will evolve. And I just, I bring it up now in episode one to, as time goes on, I hope to keep track of how his aesthetic evolves as yeah. Zach Bagan uh, progresses into his final Pokemon form. As he, as he evolves. <laughs> into the final form of Zach Bagan. Which is his final. I know it's Begins because that's how he says it, but I hate it. Zach Begins. Begins. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? It's offensive to me. That like pronunciation. I guess that like pronunciation of that A sound. I want to provoke the hell out of him. I'm Zach (laughs) Begins. You make him sound like a 70 year old woman. I know. With I'm like Zach huge Bacon. muscles. <laughs> Get Zach out of Bacon. my yard. Get off my lawn, you damn kids. I got yes. ghosts here. 
Look at my muscles. Um, so on the final note of Carl, Carl is such a precious, sweet, kind soul. And Carl on his way out says, as you guys are locked in here tonight, I just want you to know that I will be praying for you. We don't deserve Carl. We don't deserve Carl. Thank God Carl got that exorcism. So on the, the ghosts don't deserve him either. Right. So now we move on to the next segment of the episode, which in the beginning, the way Ghosts Adventures was laid out, it's a very predictable way they sequence the episodes. You have the initial, here's where we are, here's some interviews, here's some history and research. Here's a segment now where we show you us touring the location and showing you where we're going to be setting up cameras. So one thing about this is, is it is an investigative show in the sense that they do continue to want to show you like these are the pieces of equipment that we're using. This this is how we're setting up our camera angles and this is why. And they're still showing you all of those quote unquote behind the scenes aspects that makes it so intriguing as as someone who's watching. Also yeah. with the fact of like it's three dudes and they're just going in with their handheld camcorders and their little, you know, uh, recorders and EMF detectors and they're setting up cameras in certain spots and that's all that they have. And episode one, that is all that we have. So now we're moving on to the segment where we're going to go through and we're going to mark our spots. We are going to spike our set for the ghosts here. Mm -hmm. So they got their black gaff tape and they're ready to go. And so they're walking through and they're setting up the cameras. And again, I just want to point out that Zach is wearing clothing that is just way too big for his body. And he's in a jacket now and he looks like he's a child he's who's to wearing grow into it. his big brother's clothes and he just hasn't grown into them yet. His big ghost adventures clothes and he's just trying to fit in those big shoes. <laughs> So they go into this one room. They've got a new guy touring them and they walk into this room and it's got concrete walls. And as they walk in, Zach looks at a stain on a wall and he goes, oh my God, whoa, whoa, whoa. I see a face. I see a face right here. I see, I see two eyes and I see a mouth. There's a face right here. And then the guy that's leading them around the room goes, oh yeah, this room is known as the room of faces. Stop. How convenient. How <laughs> Who calls convenient. it that though? You? You! Now that Zach said I saw a face. This is known as the Room of Faces, Welcome Zach. Welcome to the Room of Faces. Room of Faces. Faces room. They a Room of Faces. He's like, you know, I just decided to call it that. I've been looking for what to call it, and you figured it out. it looks like a face. I'm like, oh my god, Room of Faces. Oh my god, That's Room of Faces. Perfect. Thank you so much. I have been on writer's block for months about what I would call this Not room. name it. Ugh, Room of Faces. Gold. Well, this is also the genius who then begins to tell us about how he walked into the room of faces one day and he was in there first and he stumbled upon a, as he described it, a satanic circle that was glowing green on the floor. And then he proceeded to put his hand into it and it felt hot. No, no. So he's real smart from what I gather. Thank you. I know, Stephanie, you guys can't see this because it's audio, but Stephanie rolled her eyes real hard. And that is how I I'm felt like, watching this episode. <laughs> really? Uh, you were like, oh, there's a satanic ring glowing on the circle. You know what I want to do? I'm going to touch it. I'm going to touch it. This is just like people tempting bad, bad things. And I imagine that's what the entire series is. 
This is how you get a portal to hell. This is and how you, you get just a play on it. And then you're like, I was here. This is a room of faces. And you're like, when does that bumper happen? Yeah. After we're in the room of faces where Genius tells us about how he puts his hand in the middle of a satanic circle, they leave the room and then they suddenly, conveniently stumble upon this. Statue of Jesus is falling over. His head's right there. What the hell? That's his head. There's the head of Jesus right there. (laughs) There's the head of Jesus right there. It's the head of Jesus right there. Right there. There's the head of Jesus right there. How convenient. Why is there a statue of Jesus next to the portal of hell? I don't know, but they didn't like it. That's why they fucking knocked its head off. They did not ask it. So then they're right in front of the well room where the well is. And so Zach's looking down at the well. They're talking a little bit more about things. And Zach was like, you know what? I I want to be here tonight when we're investigating. I want to be at this well. I want to be here at 3 a.m. I need to see I want to be sitting at this well at 3 a.m. in the morning. I want to be at the portal to Me hell. Me and this well are happening. I want to be Let's at the bottom of at 10 feet of water at the bottom of this 40-foot well. Done. And it's like, really? You're like, you want to set an alarm? He's like, yes. <laughs> we're going 3 a.m. Like, I always I wake up here. before my alarm anyway. So then at this point, they're like in the well room and it's a largish room and they're over by where the well is. And then on the other side, it's just sort of like junk, like you would see in any sort of old country shed room. Like it's just stuff. There's like a fridge. There's a few other beams. And at that point, Zach's like, oh, man, I just I feel really weird. Like, oh, I don't feel good, man. Like, oh, I don't. Oh, something feels weird, man. And then him, Zach and Nick suddenly spot a shadow figure out of the corner of their eye over by where the fridge is and they go look to find it and they don't see anything there so then they take a cut and we do a field trip so they want to go find out where the well exits and where the well entrance is on the outside so like let's go find that hey what sounds good let's go walk through the sewers to go find the entrance to this well because there might be ghosts there i don't i really still don't understand why understand they went to go find the well the motivation other than just like people are gonna want to watch us crouch and walk through dirty poop water and they're right i did enjoy watching that <laughs> I, I watched I, it that's I, what I watched happened. it i watched it multiple times and i was like no this is funny i can watch you guys stumble through here i could do it so they find I the entrance to the this. well they're crawling through it's a fucking sewer Number one, episode one, we're starting with the big shit. Investigation begins. So this is also still the beginning parts where they show us and they're still excited. And they're like, we're getting locked in here. And the guy has a metal fucking chain and like wraps it around the door and actually locks them in. And they still show us all of that. And it's like real cool and real theatrical. And they're like, we're getting locked in. So as soon as they walk in, Zach just starts taunting the ghosts. Like, right from the gate, he was like, I said I was going to provoke the hell out of you. So, like, come here. Your mama's fat. Your dad's ugly. And your sister's your cousin. Let's go. Like, he's just being rude as hell. And he starts taunting. And Nick is holding a camera. And he says one of my other favorite lines from this episode, which is, Yeah, you want to do harm to us? Do harm to Zach! And Zach goes, 
Yeah! Hold me, bro! What? <laughs> yeah, come come and get me! Wait, what? <laughs> what did I just agree to? Jesus Christ. So, if we remember, our one lady who's wearing proudly the I Rode the Bull at Bobby Mackey shirt was talking yes. about how she would come in and the jukebox would be playing the anniversary waltz even though it's not plugged in and there's no record on it. So they decide, hey, our first activity of the night, let's play the anniversary Stop waltz. It. In the dark on this tiny 90s boombox and see what happens. So they play the idea. Let's do it. They play the 90s, you know, anniversary (sighs) waltz on the boombox. And their reaction is they get super cold. They get goosebumps. And they're like, take a picture. Look at my hair. Oh, my God. Dude, dude, dude. Take a picture of my hair. And then did you hear that? And on the audio, you hear what sounds like an unexplained female voice. Which is what they tell you. But honestly, to me, it sounded like a cat. It was like, meow, meow. <laughs> Did you hear that? Meow. It's our first activity at Bobby Mackey's Music World. Starting out strong. So now we're going to have a field trip for Zach. And at this point, Zach says, okay, I'm going to go up to the attic and I'm going by myself. So he goes up to the attic because people think that Johanna is in the attic. And Zach is up there and he's like, hey, Johanna, hey, I know your secret, sweetie. And honest to God, Zach calling Johanna sweetie is the scariest thing that happens in this entire episode. I was chilled. So apparently Johanna doesn't like that either. And Zach captures on his audio recording the sound of a woman weeping. Uh, It's sort of like her being like, don't call me sweetie. But at the moment that he's up in the attic, holy shit, something's going on downstairs. Something happened to Nick. And they run downstairs and they catch Nick running out of the bathroom, basically dick in hand, scared out of his mind. (laughs) And Nick's like, bro, 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 I was in there trying to take a piss. I was, oh, I don't even have my fly zipped up yet, bro. I was in there. That's why my dick is in my hand and not for some weird other reason. I wasn't just jacking it to Johanna the ghost. Like, I was trying to take a piss. So he's like, I was trying to take a piss. And then all of a sudden, right next to me, I heard these two really large bangs, like huge bangs. And so they go back into the bathroom. And as Nick is in there being like, I heard these bangs. All of a sudden, there's another bang. And Nick's like, fuck, like dick in hand again, like about to run out. And that's where we get our beautiful, wonderful audio that is my favorite that I have to find. But I mentioned it in the bumpers. No, it wasn't even that. No. What the f- oh, my f- stop. stop! Stop! Stop running! Go back in. Do not <laughs> run. Go back in. And that's a th- that's a theme not for Zach. Run. Do not run. We will see as Ghost Adventures goes on that Zach's favorite thing is to tell people to face their fears. And so he's like, Nick, get the fuck back in there. Stop running. So Nick's mad and he goes back in there. He's like, tell me what you did. But like, you know, the second he hears another thud, he's going to start running again. He's like fake mad. Um, And then we get about another 15 or so seconds of them being in the bathroom, just being like, did you hear that? Shh, shh. Do you hear that? Now we split screen. We're going to the next thing. Now we're at the well. 
Did I mention that the well is a portal to hell? Have I mentioned that? It's a portal to hell. Portal to hell? I think if there was a drinking game for this one episode, it would be take a drink every time they say portal to hell. And you'll be wasted. All right. I'm recording a new file on Audacity that will continue from that one. Okay. I wonder where I should start back up again. Probably that same point, just to be safe. Okay, so now we're on to the well. Hey. Yes. And yes, you Did mentioned I mention it's a portal, portal to hell. hell. Yes. Just in case you forgot, Stephanie, the well of Bobby Mackey's musical is a portal, to, a portal hell. to hell. Did you hear me? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is a portal to hell. Yes, God damn it. Yes, it is a portal to hell. <laughs> So at this point, they are investigating by the well, and Zach is like, hey, y'all, my back is burning. But he says it way more annoying than that. He's like, my back is burning. My back is burning. My back is burning. My back is burning. It's a portal I to hell. My back is burning. It's burning. And so it takes them a really long time to finally get all their shit together because at the end of the day, there's still three boys. And they finally get the camera trained onto Zach's back. Can you imagine what the bathroom would look like if they all lived together? Yes. <laughs> Dis fucking disgusting Just, d- and dysfunctional so they Ugh. finally get it up and there are three very noticeable scratches down zach's back not deep enough to draw blood but like the kind of scratch that someone scratched him really hard on his back over his shirt just like down his back and at this point, Zach is like, hey, this is burning. It's burning. It's burning. And they're like, oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And they're bickering and they can't get their shit together. And Zach finally gets it. And he sees the picture of the scratches on his back. Like, it took them forever to finally get it together to be like, here's what's on your back. And he's like, sees it. And like any person is freaked out. And he's like, whoa. Whoa. No, man, no, man, no, man. And at that point, he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this. I got to leave. I got to leave this room. I don't want to do this, bra. This isn't funny, bra. This isn't funny. I don't want to do this. And he goes to walk out the door and he takes like four steps. And then he immediately turns back around. He's like, no, you know, fuck that. Who did this to me? Who scratched me? And just on a dime, he's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Now, you know what? I got something to say. I fucking will do this. I fucking will. Which one of you little bitch ghosts scratched me? Who scratched me? And then he's like, you know what? You scratched me. Who put hands on me? You scratched me? Do it again. Do it to Nick. Do it to Aaron. Do it to one of these fuckers. Don't do it. Do it to them. Do it to every motherfucker in here. Do it to them. Do it to them. Um, and so he's just yelling at them. He says to do that. At that point, they claim that they catch some orbs coming out of Zach's back. If you're a listener to Dead Time Stories, you know how I feel about orbs. We've talked about orbs in the past. I don't believe it. And so now Zach is continuing to say, my back really burns. It burns. We get it. We now cut to commercial break. But first, there's a bumper. And in this bumper... We see Zach sitting down with a priest and the priest is like, I would be willing to call an exorcism based on that right now. Commercial break. Now we come back. These fucking bumpers. We're back in the basement. We're in the room of faces. 
And at this point, Zach is still pissed. He's like, if you scratch my back, come back and do it. Do it to my face. Why don't you do it to my face? And they're like, nah, we're good. You scratch me behind my back. Why don't you scratch me in my face, huh? Why don't you scratch me in my face? Catch me outside. How about that? Do it. Scratch me in my face. Do it. Do it. And they're like, nah, we're good. And so while they're in the room of faces, this is still early on in dead time. Or early on in dead time stories. This is still early on in ghost adventures. So they don't have a lot of cool equipment. But one thing they do is they're like, we're going to take a black light right now and we're uh, we're going to scan the black light over the walls and the black light be able to pick up if there's any blood in here. So we're just going to scan this. Oh, my God. There's all this blood on the walls. <laughs> Who fucking knew? It's, Whoa. Because it was a slaughterhouse. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's all this blood on the walls. And so at that point, Nick is like, y'all. I got this. I just feel the need to like sit in this room by myself and do an EVP session. So like you guys go and I'm going to sit in here by myself. So he sits in there by himself and he does an EVP session (laughs) and he does end up catching something. And I'm going to play that for you now. Did you hear that? No. We regrouped and set up another. So he catches the sound of a woman being like, <laughs> and then like a whisper that's like, <sighs> they sound, they say it sounds like a woman saying, precious no. But I don't know. I take that with a grain of salt. But I do hear a woman going, <laughs> see, I thought I heard someone saying, precious no. No, maybe. That's it. Maybe that maybe she maybe we caught her in the middle of her voice class and she was singing. She's like, ah, ah, and her teacher's like, precious note. That's a good note. You take precious good. note. I wish these ghost adventures would leave. We're in the middle of a lesson. They're asking all these questions. We're a little busy. It's like that movie. The others. Have you ever seen yes, that? With Nicole Kidman. So they're like, this house is haunted, but it's the ghost hunters that are in the house. And they're like, I really like, we're just trying to have music class. And they're like, are you here? Talk to us. That's what's happening right now with Zach and his crew. And they're like, we're just trying to live our undead life. Thank (laughs) you. Just tell us. So at this point, we then go back to Zach and them. I am your daughter. That's them. Zach and them regrouping. (laughs) And Zach is again reminding everyone that his back is burning. Just in case you forgot. At this point, they catch on their uh, static X camera, so their camera that's just set up on a tripod focusing in on the room, and they have this camera facing into the room in the well room where they had said that they saw the shadow around the fridge earlier when they did their walkthrough, and at this point on the camera, they do catch a shadow figure crossing from behind the fridge Mm. to another being in the room. And it's kind of hard to make out at first. I always feel like when I watch these things that I'm looking at a sonogram. And at first I'm like, I don't (laughs) see it. But then after a little while, I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I do see it. I think I do see it. And so after like the third or fourth time of watching this episode, I think I see it. I think I see the shadow. It might. I don't know. Take a look for yourself if you can watch the episode. I'm not sure. But they say they catch that. And then in the final moment of the entire lockdown investigation, not the episode, but in the lockdown, Aaron says what I consider to be an iconic line, which is, I never want to come back here again. 
Joke's on them, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure they've investigated Bobby Mackey's Music World like three times now. They went yeah, back like at they some returned. Point, I can promise you that. <laughs> that. It sounds like they would. But wait. What about that priest from the bumper? You remember him? <laughs> from the bumper? What happened? So here's the end of the episode. Zach takes their findings and he meets with a priest. And at that point, he shows the priest the footage and he shows him the footage of him getting the scratches. And the priest is like, you in danger, girl. That's three scratches. That's the sign of the Trinity. That's mocking the Trinity. That's a demon. Joke's on you, bitch. Jokes, but also the priest is like, but also you told me that you were provoking this ghost. So like, what were you wearing? Because you were asking for it. Oh my God. He's like, it's kind of like you're like, you were asking for it to come out. You were asking it to show itself and it let you know that it was there. But it is probably a demonic spirit that scratched you. And if you keep provoking things, you're just playing with fire. And he's like, you probably shouldn't provoke ghosts anymore. And Zach just says, nah, not going to do that. I'm going to keep provoking them. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Because it feels like a calling. Feels like what I need to do. And with that, I'm going to leave it on my final audio clip of the entire episode, which is Zach talking about what is kind of the main premise of how this show starts which is him sort of, he talks about facing his fears a lot. He talks about telling the truth because he's had all of these experiences. And in the beginning, he talks about provoking because he wants to get the word out. He wants the truth to be out. And if these spirits are going to bully people, then he's going to bully these spirits. And so at the end of this episode, he leaves on this note, which is... You know, I just don't like to run from things that I'm afraid of, but... Maybe I do need to be humbled, but you know I'm not gonna. We're not gonna stop. We're gonna keep going, and we're gonna keep investigating, and I'm gonna keep my style and and do what we have to do. He said, "Thanks for the warning, but no thanks. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I'm gonna keep being a motherfucking priest, and if I gotta do some well, more exorcisms, that's Zach, Zach saying we're like, not gonna stop. We're gonna keep doing what we're doing." He's like, I'm not quitting. Like, I got scratched and now I got a fucking hunger for it. I got a taste for it. And I got to keep adventuring for these ghosts. And they've got about 24 seasons under their belt now, I think. He's still still doing it. And that was episode one of Ghost Adventures, Bobby Mackey's Music World. Where we were introduced to Zach, Nick, and Aaron. And unfortunately, you didn't experience much of Aaron in this episode. And I will let you know that Aaron is one of my favorites. And are all three of them still involved in the production? No. No. Okay. No. We will get into that. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Because there is a little bit of drama. Oh, I love it. Yes. Well, excellent. So if you like content like this and you like hearing me talk about the episodes of Ghost Adventures, sign up to our Patreon. $10 a month. Do it. And you get other stuff, too. There's so much other shit. There's so many awesome things. Check out our Patreon. Dead Time Stories. You know we spell it with a Z, motherfucker. Email us, deadtimestories, all one word, at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram. Find us in all the places. But, of course, the best way you can help us that doesn't cost you any money is to leave us a five-star review on iTunes, baby. Tell your friends. Tell them to write a review. It's all going to be a good time. Yes. Thank you. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And And this this has been been 
Dead, dead time stories. Thanks for listening. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Curtison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 